hello and welcome back to another episode of Kids Talk Footy. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since our last one. Uh, most of us were unable the last two weeks to record the podcast, um, so we didn't get it. We weren't able to do it. Um, but this week we're back. Um, just me and Matthew, though, without Sam. Uh, yep. But yeah, just me, just us two. Uh, we're excited to be back. Uh, and so how about we could just get straight into it, Matthew? Starting yep. off with uh, the review of uh, last week's games. Uh, first off, Sydney versus Essendon. You want to break down that one? Well, it was a, it was a pretty good game. Essendon got out to about a 20-point lead during the second before Sydney pretty much tied it at the halftime. And it was pretty even from there before before the Swans just held on with a Buddy Franklin goal late on to mm-hmm. give that them the win. Yeah, it was a bit bit dodgy, uh, that Tom Hickey scenario or whatever you want to call it, uh, where he grabbed the ball out of the ruck uh, and then presumed to run on uh, and what would have been holding the ball if he uh, hadn't grabbed it out of the ruck, but grabbing it out of the ruck is now long, no longer holding the ball. Yeah. So I think personally it would have been too late for the Bombers to be able to change, move the ball all the way to their forward line and set something up. Yeah. And then the next game, Port Adelaide versus – this was a great game, Port Adelaide versus Richmond. I was at the game. A very, very good game. Close pretty much for most of the game. Port missed their chances early on. And then a controversial Robbie Gray rush behind happened. Now, it was a rush behind. It was not deliberate because he was within yeah. the nine metres and under pressure with three Richmond players around. And yet, Port Adelaide get revenge from the preliminary final and they move on to three and one. But a problem. But when. A couple big injuries. A couple big injuries did happen with Dersma and Butters out for eight to 10 weeks. With the butters got a syndesmosis and Dersma with a PCL, I'm pretty sure. There were also a few corkies for Fantasia and Rosie, but nothing to worry about. On to the uh, next game, Bulldogs versus Brisbane. Uh, Bulldogs quite comfortably had the lead pretty much the entire game, apart from a small Brisbane lead in the first quarter. Um, but in the end... Uh, they, they won comfortably, 19 points. Uh, and the Lions are not looking very promising this year, I have to say. They're really, really yeah. struggling. Lockie Neal, obviously, playing way out of form. We've got the 27 disposals. Uh, but, you know, sometimes a lot, a lot of last year we saw him going for those 30s and beyond every game. So yeah, I think that's a bit of a worry. Um they probably will get back on track eventually, but it's something they need to fix up mm. uh, soon. And then we got St Kilda versus West Coast. Matthew? St Kilda down by 33 points and come with the comeback very well. Very happy if you're a Saints fan, Eagles fans, missed, missed opportunity for the Eagles who ended up just giving it looked like they just kind of got tired and just they couldn't do anything. Pressure dropped. St Kilda's pressure rose. And yet St Kilda get their season back on track and now a two and two. And Eagles, well, they have a big clash this Friday night against the Pies. 
Uh, and then Gold Coast versus Carlton, Matthew. I'll get you to do that one too. Oh, this was a scrappy game. But the Blues prevailed by 11 points on the Gold Coast, bringing their two wins in a row and bringing their season to two and two to get themselves back in it, sitting comfortably, not comfortably, sitting nicely in the finals. But the top eight. Or the top, yes, yeah, finals, top eight, yeah. But, yeah, so Gold Coast, who's been playing well the past few weeks, had chances to win. I know Carlton did dominate, but they had chances to win this game. They just didn't. And now their season looks like it's slipping, which is not what you want. Yeah, especially with serious ruck issues right now with Jared Witts being out and having no other real ruckman on their list. Um, I think it was 20 centimetres the difference between the two ruckmen on that night. Um, they're, really sh- they're certainly struggling right now. Yep. Uh, and then the other game uh, on the Saturday night, uh, Collingwood Giants. Uh, yeah, look, oh, we could have – we certainly could have played much better, I think, the Pies. Uh, GWS obviously won quite comfortably. Uh, 30 points in the end. We were really in it for most of the contest. Uh, at the end, we just dropped off and they just kicked multiple goals and it just all slipped away from us. Uh, but we didn't, I don't think we had, when we needed, when we had all the momentum, I just don't think we could do enough to uh, really impact the game. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully we bounce back tomorrow night. Uh, I'm not too confident though up against the West Coast. We're looking nice. Um, but it's not a very good start to the season for the Pies. So um, Giants got their first win. Yes. Of the season. Toby Green, five goals. Callum Ward had 37 disposals. I believe both made an appearance in our team of the week, which we've uh, brought back this week for the podcast. We'll go, we'll go through that team of the week later in the episode. Speaking of not having a win this season, North Melbourne come up against the... Surprising Crows. They were in the contest at three-quarter time, but for conceding eight goals to one in the final term to lose by 40-plus points. Mm. Crows, well, they're having a very good season. North, just they might not win a game this season, and it's just not looking very good for them. The Melbourne versus Geelong game uh, in the rainy weather on the MCG, I believe it was rainy, I'm not 100% sure. It looked pretty rainy by the look of it. Uh, Bailey French had four goals. Christian Chuck had 36 disposals. And it was just the D's game uh, all day. Clearly, clearly proved too much for Geelong, uh, who are also another team that uh, aren't going too well this year. Uh, sitting two and two, it's not the worst, but for someone that made the grand final last year, it's certainly not what you expect. Um, yes. But then four and zero by Melbourne who are looking very surprising. I had, didn't have really- much confidence in my ladder prediction at the start of the year. So um, unless they're going to drop off late season, I don't think I'm going to get that prediction right. Uh, and then on to the Frio Hawthorne game. Uh, Frio, Frio again, deserved to win the game. Yes. Again, it was a pretty it was a pretty close game at times. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a thumping if particular players kick straight, talking um, mainly about Nat Five kicking the six behinds and no goals. Yep. Uh, but sometimes you have those days. 
Uh, we saw him practicing after the game with Justin Longmuir, who holds the Fremantle record of, I think, seven behinds in a game. Uh, they were practicing just set shots out in the oval after the game had finished. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw was tagged in, obviously, this contest by James Warpole. Completely shut down, finished with, uh, I'm not sure I'm supposed to, I know he finished with 40-something fantasy, which I had him as my captain. Um, I didn't put too much thought into maybe a tag, but he got tagged. They kept him uh, well out of the game, but it didn't stop um, Frio from winning. Now we'll just move on to the ladder. We've got three unbeaten teams, Dogs, Melbourne and Sydney, all sitting first, second and third. We've got both Adelaide clubs with who are three and one, which are Port and then Adelaide. West Coast in sixth at two and two, as well as Carlton and Richmond to round out the top eight. Fremantle, Geelong and St Kilda, all as well also 2-2, two, two, sitting out due to percentage. Essendon, Gold Coast, Collingwood, Giants, Brisbane and Hawthorne all have one win. And the North Melbourne coming last, sitting 0-4 with 43%. On to the teams for tonight's clash between St Kilda and Richmond. Uh, no wins for St Kilda, but they got rid of Ben Long, who was last week's sub. He'll be omitted, the sub again. Who was uh, omitted, yeah. He probably will be. Okay, uh, Richmond brought in Camden McIntosh, bringing in Camden McIntosh and Daniel Rioli uh, at the loss of Jack Ross and Will Martin. Will Martin debuted, didn't he, last week? Yep. Um, yeah, and then as well as Josh Caddy, Caddy also coming out as who was last week's sub, uh, admitted as well. Um, one question for you, Matthew. Do you think the Saints should tag Dusty. They've been considering it. They haven't said whether they will or not, but what do you think? Yes. Who do you think tags him then? I don't know much about St. Kilda's list. Um, I actually don't know. Mm, I think Seb Ross is their main tag. I'm not too sure. Depends Um, where he plays. Also. Yeah. Uh, Do you reckon it'll be game-changing if they tag him, or do you reckon it's just going to... Oh, I don't think so. Just gonna, they're just going to, all it's going to do is nullify his performance, but it's not going to yeah. change the outcome of the game. They'll just nullify it a bit. They might kick one or two less goals, which means, you know, if he's, if the tag works, whatever. But I don't think it will be too much of a difference. Yeah. And then quickly heading on to our predictions for this week. With Starting with tonight's game, St Kilda versus Richmond. Bethy, who do you have? Uh, Richmond in this contest. I've got Richmond also. And Sam has Richmond as well. got Richmond. And then West Coast versus Collingwood on the Friday night in Perth. I've tipped West Coast. Uh, me and Sam have both tipped Collingwood. But I, I think West Coast are a fair chance. Yeah. And then I think, I think West Coast will win. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you don't tip against your own team. And then... Bulldogs versus Gold Coast. I think we've all tipped the dogs here. Yep. At Marvel, yep. And then Sydney versus the Giants, Battle of the Bridge. Who do you have? I've got Sydney. Yeah, I've got Sydney and so does Sam. Carlton versus Port Adelaide. You guys have Port, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I have Port, so does Sam. Um, but I've gone Carlton because it's my club. I have no faith. Brisbane versus Essendon. This will be a closer game than... First yes. thought, because Brisbane are out of form and Essendon have started to decide to play now. 
But I've still gone Brisbane. Sam yeah. has gone Brisbane. I've, I've, st- I've stuck with Brisbane on this one. And then Adelaide versus Fremantle. Fremantle should probably win this, but I'm going to go Adelaide. Sam has also gone Adelaide. Yeah, I'm going to go the Crows. They're red hot right now. And then Hawthorne versus Melbourne. I think we've all got Melbourne for this yep. clash. And then Geelong versus North Melbourne. No debate here yep. at GMHBA in Geelong. I know they've been a bit dodgy, but Geelong should win. It. And then the AFLW game, Adelaide versus Brisbane. Who do you think will win that one? The grand mm-hmm. final. I haven't really been following the AFLW. Yeah. Uh, but I'm aware Collingwood did lose to Brisbane in a close contest. Um I don't I don't really know. I'll probably probably go with Adelaide because they weren't the team that bet Collingwood. So I don't really <laughs> yeah. know much about AFLW apart from Collingwood Go and Collingwood players. But yeah, I'll, I'll back Adelaide with this one. All right, and then we've got some news that I want to discuss. A lot of injuries on this week's. Taylor Adams is out with a medial ligament strain, 10 to 12 weeks with Luke McDonald, who's out for 10 to 12 with a torn pec. Stephen May, after that elbow he had on Hawkins, is out for two to four, fractured eye socket. Dane Rampey and Heaney are both out for a month with Heaney with a broken hand, I'm pretty sure, and Rampy with a with finger surgery. Mm. Cam Zohar, concussion, one to two weeks. Rory Sloan is out for a month with a retina surgery. Port Duo, Zach Butters and Dozma to miss eight to ten weeks with a syndesmosis and a PCL. And then lots of news, injury news on the Carlton front with Jack Silvani to miss a month due to shoulder surgery. Zach Fisher to have surgery on his ankle, so that's upgraded his away time by a month. Caleb Marshbank tore his ACL in a VFL match, and he is out for the season. And then Oscar McDonald, the pickup, one of the off-season pickups for the Blues, is out for three months with a, with a back issue. And then on to the tribunal. Caleb Daniel is has received a one-match ban, while Ke- Ben Cunnington, who was originally banned, was overturned by the tribunal and will only have a two thousand dollar fine. Ryan Ryan Mansell will be to, will be fined two thousand dollars twice for rough conduct. Mitch Robinson misconduct one thousand. Jack Ross rough conduct two thousand. Callum Mills with careless contact on with an umpire for $1,000 fine. Nick Blakey, rough conduct, $2,000 fine. And Carl Langford for the Bombers, rough conduct, which was a dangerous tackle, $2,000 fine. Some contract needs. Clayton Oliver has signed a two-year deal with the Demons keeping. So he'll be there for longer. We'll see if that impacts Charka's signature. Well, Devin Smith yeah. signs until 20. Yeah. David Smith signs till 2023 for the Bombers. And then t- t- for tomorrow night, fin- Collingwood, fi- Collingwood's Finley McRae, brother of superstar Jack McRae, will debut for the Pies. So that will be very interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I want to see how he goes. I've heard he's gone well in the VFL matches. Obviously, and then some the very, reason why he's up there. But. Some very... Um, some trade rumours are already out. Zach Merritt's been linked to Port Adelaide and he is a free agent at the end of the year. So we'll see what happens there. He's been linked to Collingwood. Have they Carlton really got the, the money to get him? Oh, they, yeah, they, would. they wouldn't be chasing him if he didn't have the money. 
or they're thinking mm. of offloading someone. Adam Chera has been Frio's young superstar has been linked to Carlton for 2.7 million around over four years. He's been offered he's been offered three million over four years at Fremantle, but Chera has not is not focusing on this at this point and is focusing on football at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and then we got um, some other news as well. The AFL released the round seven and nine, uh, sorry, round uh, seven and eight fixtures. Yep. And then Rising Star went to Lachlan Shaw, albeit Essendon fans thinks Nick Cox should have won it. Yeah, that's, I really don't see the point in that. Like Lachlan yep. Shaw, 160 super coach points. 31 disposals and 80% efficiency. One goal, two behinds, eight marks, two tackles, 90 or 95% time on ground. Whereas Nick Cox only had 97 super coach, 18 disposals. I can't remember the efficiency uh, on those. One goal. One goal, two behinds, seven marks, three tackles on, I think it was like 84% time on ground. So I think Essendon fans have just a bit. Yeah, no. they've got a bit ahead of themselves. Yeah, yeah. and they're very well to- still, but. Yeah. Not good enough for the rising star. Now on to inaccuracy. 190 behinds this week. Team with the most behinds, 18 of them were from Fremantle. Nat five kicking zero goals, six. And then Errol Goulding kicked three behinds and two out on the full for Sydney. Tom Lynch kicked one goals, three. Aaron Norton kicked two goals, five in a windy Ballarat, as well as Tim English, who kicked three goals, three. Eddie Betts kicked one goal three for the Blues and Jack Nunes kicked zero goals three for the Blues. Charlie Spargo kicking three behinds for the Demons. Mm. Uh, the least accurate teams, Fremantle with 13 goals, 18 behind. Sydney with 11 goals, 17 behinds. And Carlton with nine goals, 16 behinds. We all saw players on that list from those respective clubs, so it's not overly surprising. Yeah. Uh, and then the most accurate was West Coast with 13 goals and four behinds, uh, yep. which is pretty well done. Normally, I was a bit worried when you put that in there, Matthew, that it would end up being a team that didn't kick a very high score and didn't kick many yeah. goals because then I don't feel like that's really displaying how accurate they were. But yep. with 13 goals, they kicked as many goals as Fremantle and just um, yeah, had... Much less behinds. So, yep. And now uh, we'll quickly go on the team of the week that me and Bassie kind of decided on in a way. But we've got in the back line, we've got Ali, Ali, Harris Andrews, and Jaff, and then McGovern, Jones, and Short. And then in the center, we've got McCray, Parker, and Shoal with Steele, Gorn, and Petrarca in the middle. Petrocelli, Finlayson, and I shoved five on the half forward flank, but five goes there. He had a very good game. And then Toby Green, King, and Fritch to round the forward off with Dodie, Ridley, Greenwood, and Cullen Ward all on the bench. And then honorable mentions Jack Billings, Ed Kerno, Brad Crouch, Clayton Oliver, Tim English, and Lachlan Ash, the young stuff with the Giants who destroyed the Collingwood Magpies on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to Supercoach, got some underperformers. The biggest one would be Caleb Daniel with the 19 points. Obviously, he got suspended as well. Uh, so, basically, we've got Caleb Daniel, Lockie Neal again, Travis Boak, Andrew Brayshaw, 
Braden Maynard, Jared Berry, Tom Hawkins, Tim Kelly, Michael Walters, Reese Stanley, Dane Zorko, Andrew McGrath, Sam Meningola, Andrew Gaff, Jeremy Howe, Tom Libertore. Uh, Steel Cyberdom, Jack Crisp, Scott Penderbury, Callum Mills, Dustin Martin, Lockie Hunter, Sam Walsh, and Josh Kelly all had scores of uh, 90 and below, all being priced around 500, 600 range, uh, which is certainly what you, which most certainly isn't what you want. Yep. Uh, for such high-profile players. Uh, and then we've got the highest scores, which was Lachlan Scholl with 160 points, Hugh Green with, a, with 155, and Luke Parker with 151. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just quickly, what did you get on your super coach this week? Um, my final score didn't end well because of my captaincy. Uh, but I finished with 1,916. I ended with 1,921. Yes, I did. Just five five points ahead of me. If I made the right captaincy decisions, uh, decisions, I probably could have had uh, much more. Yeah. But I didn't really, I didn't really think about the possibility of an Andrew Brayshaw tag. But I guess it doesn't matter too much. We move on. I got my two trades. I brought in um, Josh Dunkley and Chad Warner for Zach Butters, obviously due to his injury, and Liam Ryan, who's been uh, underperforming. I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you for tuning in. There'll be another episode Wednesday or Thursday next week. Make sure to follow our Instagram and Facebook, yeah? Yep. Yep. Instagram and Facebook at Kids Talk Footy. And that's all. Thank you for tuning in and we'll talk and we'll be here next week. See ya.